got your Bibles, turn to 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter this morning. First Samuel, the 17th chapter. Right after the book of Ruth. And when you find your place, let's stand for the reading of God's Word. We'll be breaking in about the fourth verse this morning. And there went out a campaign out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. Look at verse 8. And he stood and he cried unto the armies of Israel and said unto them, Why are ye come out to set your battles in array? Am I not a Philistine and ye servants, you servants to Paul, or to Saul rather, choose you a man for you and let him come down to me? If he be able to fight with me and kill me, then will we be your servants. But if I prevail against him and kill him, then shall ye be our servants and serve us. Let us pray. Father, I ask you right now in Jesus' name, Lord, that you speak to us right now out of your word. We know what the Bible says, that we're begotten by the word. Lord, I am not much of a preacher, but I am your mouthpiece this morning. I pray that you'll speak through these stammering lips in the next few moments. Lord, I feel that life that you want to change. Well, take that step of faith, Lord, and come forward and commit their life to you, whatever it is, Lord, whether they're a Christian gone astray, whether a mother or a father, a son or a daughter uh, that has gone astray or got trouble, or they're lost without you today, maybe through this message, Lord, show them their need for you and draw them to yourself. We love you and we'll praise you in Jesus' name. And all of God's people said, amen. amen. You can be seated. <clears throat> Just a way to kind of help you understand this morning what this is all about. Here we see in this chapter, we see the Israelites and the Philistines here getting ready to battle. And they've got a great and mighty warrior named Goliath that has come out and he has challenged them to send him a man that would be worthy to fight against him. Now Jesse has a young son that is feeding his flock and taking care of his flock. But Jesse's other sons are on the battlefield uh, fighting for the Lord, fighting for Israel, and trying to do what they feel led of God to do, and it's to stand against this bunch that's come against God's people. I'm telling you, church, we're going to have to stand up in these last days because the devil has come after God's people. He's come after the church, and he's come after all of us trying to destroy us in some way. Here we see this great, mighty man standing there threatening uh, God's army and saying, send somebody out to me that be worthy to fight me. Now we're talking about a man that the Bible talks about that is about nine foot six to nine foot nine inches tall. 
I've never seen a man that big. I've seen some big men in my life, but none that tall. And can you just imagine, here the Bible goes on to tell us about David and what kind of young man that he is. He's a small, ruddy young man, and he's good looking, and, and he's stout at his young age, and he's back here taking care of this flock. And when he does what his daddy asked him to do, he goes down to the battlefield to feed his brothers. Now you got to imagine looking over this field that you're back here in this field taking care of daddy's cattle and doing things that your father's asked you to do, but your own brothers is down fighting for the armies of God. And here's a big old man, a big old giant that has come against them and threatening God's people. And here this young boy goes down and he's taking uh, some food to him, some bread and different things. And he goes down there to him and I'm just giving you the gist of the story. But he goes down there to the battlefield and he sees what's going on. And I can just through an eye of faith imagine Dave for, ju for just a few moments. He's looking around at them men. You all been fighting all this time and doing all this battle and then. He's down there mocking us and making that uncircumcised giant down there is saying things against God's people and nobody will stand up. What's wrong with you all? Won't you all fight him? And they say, we're scared of him. Look at that man, how big he is. Maybe you feel that way today. The devil's brought things in your life and it seems like it's out of control. It's bigger than what you can do. I'm going to tell you something right now. You need to look the devil right in the eye. I want to preach a message this morning entitled, We're Going to the Valley to Kill the Giant this morning. I'm going to the valley to kill the giant for you today. You need to stand up and you need to be bold. You need to look the devil right in his sorry eyes and say, listen, devil, there's two of us going in the valley, but there's only one coming out. Our problem is we go in the valley and we're scared to death of the devil. You better not go in the valley on your own. You better go in the name of the Lord. You better get the word of God. You better get your feet shod and you better get your breastplate of righteousness on. Your helmet of salvation. You better pull out that sword and stand up against the giant that's in your life. Amen. David here, he's a young man. and Saul hears about him being bold and wanting to fight. And Saul told him, he said, let me give you some army and put some armor on you. If you're going to fight this giant, let me help you just a little bit. Arm you a little bit. And I'm just giving you the just of the story. And he goes in there and he tries on Saul's arm and it doesn't fit. It hasn't been tried. It won't work. I can't do what Brother Greg does. I can't do what Brother Chad. I haven't tried what they tried. But I can do what I'm going to do. I'll tell you what I can do. I can stand up against the devil. And I can fight against the devil. I'll stand in his face and point his finger at him. And tell him that for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. That's what I can do. And you can do the same thing this morning. Amen. Our problem is, is we're too scared. We've listened to the devil so much that we're scared to death what the devil's going to do in our life. Greater is he that's within you than he that is in the world. When you're facing a battle, whether spiritual or physical, at times we can get intimidated by that. Has anybody ever intimidated you? I don't get intimidated very much, but I have been intimidated in my life. There's a lot of you in here a lot smarter than me, but I serve a big God. 
I might not be physically too smart, but I know where I stand spiritually, amen. And when the devil shows up, I know exactly what I need to do. I go and get myself armed with the Word of God, and I go up against the devil. And when we go in the name of the Lord, he'll go with us, amen. And we can see this through David here. He's a young, young man that hadn't been called into his kingship yet. He ain't faced all these battles yet. And Saul asked him, said, what kind of, are you sure you want to go up against this giant before he offered him his armor? He said, you don't understand. I've had bears and lions and all these things come into the camp. And I've killed them with my bare hands. I'm not afraid. I'm glad for a few people in this church that ain't afraid to do something. I'm glad we've had to make some difficult decisions. I'm glad to see you grabbing hold of the bears and the lions and killing them and saying, you know what? We're going to move forward for God in this place. We're not going to be afraid. We cannot live in fear, church. You'll never get nowhere in your Christian life living in fear. The devil has a storehouse full of fear for you. And you'll constantly be defeated if you let him defeat you in your life. Number one, I want to tell you, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid this morning. Just step forward for God. I know the devil reminds you every day of who you are and what you used to be. But you need to tell the devil, get thee behind me, Satan, in the name of Jesus. Rebuke him in Jesus' name. And the Bible says, at the name of Jesus, demons tremble and fear at the name of Jesus. All through the day, I have the devil trying to do stuff, trying to stumble me up and do th put things in my way. And I'll have to say, Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. A lot of times I'm going around going, Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, I'm whispering under my, you know, and I'm having a battle uh, right in the workplace or down at the, at the store or something. The devil's right there constantly poking and trying to get my focus off of God. He'll send things in my way to make me afraid. And I feel intimidated by these things. And I meet people, you know, that I feel like they're a lot smarter than me. And that intimidates me sometimes. The Lord says, what are you intimidated about? Ain't I, your, ain't I your Lord? Ain't you my man? Come on now. Would you stand up for me? I say, okay, Lord, and I'll stand up. Every time you cower down, you're letting the devil win. We have cowered down as a nation. We have cowered down as a church. We've cowered down as Christians. You might as well say ouch and move up this morning. We're cowards this morning. We need to stand up for God. We're going to be put to the test. We never know what we're going to go through in this life. But for, I tell you what, if we'll pull together and work together, there ain't nothing we can't overcome this morning. If we'll pull together. Sometimes you'll have to have faith like David. Courage like David. And you say, you know what? I see the giant coming against the church. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go down and fight him. I'm going to go up there and stand up against him. When I say the devil show up in your home, I'm not afraid because I'm going to come into your home. And I'm going to do everything I can to fight for you. Because you know what? God's put me down here as, a, as the under-shepherd, and I'm to help watch over the sheep. And I'm going to watch over the sheep so when I see the wolf a-coming, 
I'm going to get ready for battle. And I'm going to start fighting. And I'm going to fight for you. And I'm going to help you. But I can't fight by myself. I need your help this morning. Quit being afraid and step out for God and say, yes, pastor, I'll fight with you. I'll stand shoulder to shoulder with you. Maybe you're afraid coming here at this church. You're like, I better go see what's going on. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to stand back for a while and watch them fight. I watch from a distance. And they're fighting. They're doing good. You're seeing things fly by. And them men's fighting as hard. These deacons are fighting as hard as they can fight. I'm trying to lead the charge. We're trying to keep a devil off of you and your family. And you're standing back going. It can't be that way. I've got to have your help this morning. Quit being afraid and step out for God. Can I get an amen this morning? I need a few good men like the army does. We're looking for a few good men and women that will stand up and say, you know what? I'm ready to charge this thing to the next level. I'll stand with you and fight. I'll go against the giant. Oh, pastor, you don't know the history. I don't care what the history is. Anybody come against the man of God, the people of God, the house of God, we as children are to God, ought to work together to run the devil off. Instead of encouraging it, amen? Don't get intimidated. When you look over here, let's look at verse 32. And David said to Saul, No man's heart fell because of him, Thy servant will go and fight with the Philistine. And Saul said, David, thou art not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. For thou art but a youth, and he is a man of war from his youth. Somebody said, I can't believe that you get them young people involved down there at the church. Bryson. Come here. Isaac, come here. Braden, come here. All you young men, come here. Come on. You young men, come on. Don't say, I wonder if he's talking about me. Come on. These young men, there's just some of them. You don't think a devil ain't got these boys' name on a list? He'd love to destroy their testimonies. He'd love to destroy every one of their lives. And while you sit back on your seat of do nothing, the devil is after these men, these young men. And I'm trying to protect them. I'm trying to guard them. I'm trying to love them, encourage them, support them. Say, boys, it's going to be all right. Your pastor's here for you. I appreciate what you're doing for God. Y'all just stand up and keep doing what you're doing. Keep working in the youth. Keep smiling. Keep singing. Keep doing all these things. They're fighting and working for God. And you're sitting back doing nothing. Shame on us. When we got men that need support. They're down at the battlefield. They need somebody to come feed them and stand up for them. Well, if nobody else will do it, boys, I'll be you, David. I'll fight this giant on your behalf. You can go sit down. I got it from here. This is what God is telling me that this church needs to do. 
If we're going to go to the next level, you got to stop being afraid. We got to back this youth. We got to love this youth. It's starting to grow. God's starting to do great things. And he wants to work in their life. He's not only working in these young boys' life, he's working in these young ladies' life. He's doing great things in their life. They're getting involved and being part of the church. Why? Because they're not afraid of the battle. Oh, I don't know if I like all of that. Uh, I don't know about all that. You need to get out of that. You need to get in a fight. I said you need to get in a fight. It's time to stand up. My day, you see, it's time to be a man. Paul said, when I was a child, I thought as a child, spake as a child. But when I become a man, I put away childish things. Now, that's across the board, men and women. When we grow up, we need to be people of God and stand for God and not be afraid. Amen. Stand up and do what God has called us to do. In Psalms 56, 11, the Bible says, In God hath I put my trust. I will not be afraid what men can do unto me. Amen. I'm not afraid what man can say and do to me. I'm going to stand for the Lord. I'm going to fight for the Lord. There are going to be people hate me for it and not like me for it. But guess what? I didn't come here for a popularity contest. I come here to preach thus saith the word of God and stand on God's word and try to lead people to him and tell them there's a way out of that mess that you're in. But I can't come back there and drag you to it. You're going to have to take a step of faith and step out and say, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'll fight. I'll fight for the cause of Vickers. It ain't about a name of a church anyhow. It's about fighting together. You know what? Brother Matt back here is not your enemy. He's your fellow brother. And when you see him fall, you should jump up and go help the man. And when you see the devil on you, you need to be standing in front of him and, and guarding him and say, you know what? I'll protect you. You're weak right now. I'll help you. I'm not afraid. But long as somebody else is dying, we're all right. Long as it's happening to somebody else and not involving me, it's okay. It's not okay, friends. David didn't think it was okay for Goliath to come up against the people of God in this battle. He said, I'm tired of it, and I'm going to fight. I'm going to fight for my Lord. I know I can do it. I've done other things. He's a big old man, but I'm going to stand up. I'm not afraid. And we see through the scriptures what the Bible tells us that he stood up and he wasn't afraid. And he went down there and he prepared himself. Somebody, I looked all through history, Bible history, trying to figure this out because I knew somebody would come after me after the service. Right back there is the biggest challenge I got because everybody wants to ask me every biblical question right back there at the door. Well, why was they five uh, smooth stones? Why did David not throw all five stones? What did he need five stones for? He only throwed one. Let me tell you something this morning. We got to go in the name of the Lord. We need to go prepared. Goliath had several other brothers he done took enough with him that if they opened their mouth he was going to kill them too that's what you need to do I didn't come down here to church to fight one devil I come down here to fight as many as wanted to fight for me and my house we'll serve the Lord I'm going to stand up for the Lord and he took that sling 
When he walked out on that battlefield and he saw that big old Philistine and he saw him standing there, he took that sling and one smooth stone. Still had several in his pouch. He was ready. He's armed. He's ready. I tell these preachers all the time, get ready. You need to study. You need to stay. I may call on you in a minute's notice because you need to be ready to preach the Word of God. We need to be ready to help people. Tomorrow morning, somebody may call you and say, I need your help. Well, I got to work. I got to do this. I got to do. Well, I need you right now. What are you going to do? Thought about that lately? You can only be there for people when they're in need. The Bible says to be instant in season and what? Out of season. If you find out most of the time, we're out of season a lot. And that's usually when God calls on me when I'm out of my season. But if you'll step up like David did, he stepped out and he went down into that battlefield and he's like, brother, just sit back here. I got this. And he stood up against that giant. And the giant even made fun of him for his size and who he was. Devil ever made fun of you? He has me. I, when the Lord sent me here to Vickers, the devil said, you can't do it. And there's times that I say, yeah, you're right. I can't do it. Yeah, Why well, you ain't nobody. You can't pastor that church. There ain't nobody going to come to that church. They sure won't like your preaching. <laughs> you're too crazy for them. They won't like it. They won't listen to you. I said, I'll tell you what. If there'll be two that listen, one will listen. I'll preach to my wife if that's what it takes. Yeah. She'll sit there and cry and amen me and wave her hand. And we'll fight for the Lord. But I had to step out and not be afraid and face my giant. Y'all think it's easy to pastor a church? I welcome you to come on up here. Come on up here. <laughs> You'll see what it's all about. Here's David. He's looking at this big old giant. And he said, you know what? You come with me a spear and a sword. <laughs> but I come in the name of the Lord. I can't help but to think through an eye of faith that he may have thought, what? Yeah, I come in the name of the Lord. Took a step back. Got that rock. No doubt Goliath thought, what's he going to do? Throw a pebble at me? And straight, one shot, right between the eyes. Killed his enemy, fell dead right there. Took the, the devil's weapon that he threatened him with and cut his head off with it. I'm telling you, you need to go into the valley and you need to kill the devil with the word of God. And you need to tell him, I'm going to stand and I'm going to follow the Lord. I'm going to stand at Vickers. I'm going to try to help people. I'm going to be faithful to God. I won't be afraid of what the devil can do to me. Amen. You show some boldness and God will go with you. He'll help you, church. But I'm afraid what we've done is let the devil intimidate us. Let me help you with a few more scriptures. In Jeremiah 1.8. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee, and will deliver thee, saith who? The Lord. I don't care what you're facing in your job, in your home, wherever. If you go in the name of the Lord, He'll help you. If you'll step out of your comfort zone, He'll help you. Don't be afraid what men can do to you. 
Know that God is on your side and He'll help you. John 16, These things have I spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace in this world. And ye shall have tribulations, but listen, but be of good cheer. <laughs> be of good cheer! I have overcome the world! What's that mean? Whatever battle you're in, He's already won it already. You just got to be faithful to God. You just got to study. Follow the Lord. Doesn't matter what's happening in your life. You be faithful to God. He'll be faithful to you. Step outside of what's happening in your life. Brother Gary, you don't know how, how much I'm going through and how much the pressure is in my life. I just can't hardly overcome it. I'm so depressed. My mind is so filled with, with hate and anger and frustration. I just want to scream. Yeah. Cast all your cares Amen. upon Him. What's it going to take? I can't hardly physically do it. You know what I'd do? I'd get on my knees and I'd crawl. And I'd say, yes, Lord. I'm coming, Lord. Crawl to the Lord and come to the Lord. And get down on your knees and call to Him and say, yes, Lord. I'll give it to you, Lord. Lay up on the altars the cares that you have for this world. And I'm telling you, the cares that's going on in your life, the trouble that's in your life. And He'll take care of that if you'll cast it up on Him. Don't be afraid. If David can face this big old giant and kill him with one stone, you can do the same. You can put that devil in his place. Get with your wife. Get with your children. Get with your husband. Take them by the hand. And say, let's pray, honey. Let's pray and trust God. If your children's a mess... Go in in the nighttime and lay your hands upon them. Say, God, right now you've promised that you take care of my family. Yeah. And I'm asking in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you surround us. The devil's got us surrounded. The enemy's got us surround us. But God, help us to stand and fight. You'll watch God do things. I'm telling you this morning, somebody in this building, the devil's after and you have fought hell this week because things that has been going on in your life. But this is the only way it's going to happen is if you'll pray and trust the Lord. Amen. Come together, husband and wife, mommies and daddies, children, to the altar. I've not preached this message in entirety yet, but God said right now, folks need to come. Folks need to come. I don't know who you are, but as every head's bowed and every eye's closed, folks need to come this morning. This altar should be filled this morning. You should want to pray the devil off of your family and fight this battle, fight this enemy that's trying his best to destroy you. He's trying his best to destroy your ministry. He's trying his best to destroy your home, destroy your job, destroy your health. He's doing everything he can to destroy you. What are you going to do this morning? Are you going to bring it to God? As we stand with our heads bowed and our eyes closed,